And welcome to another edition of the Survivalist Podcast. So, uh, folks, a lot of things going on, a lot of things have changed since we talked not too long ago, but uh, just want to go ahead and uh, give everybody kind of an update of what's going on. Uh, as you know, folks, you want to support the show, support the work I'm doing, uh, again, go to survivalist, I'm sorry, survivalinfo.org, and uh, go ahead and click on the Amazon link. Also, check on my gear site. There's uh, Amazon links to all different stuff I've tried, I've used, stuff like that, uh, all different kind of stuff. Just uh, if any of you guys can do it, just to help pay for the little things like, uh, you know, the hosting and the website, stuff like that. Uh, I'm not making a fortune here, trust me. I just uh, would like to kind of cover expenses. Uh, also, too, somebody asked me the other day if I could add, um, like, a PayPal button where leave me a tip or something like that. I do have, I'm working on that. That might be something I might do as well. Uh, but I might add that. But that's, again, something else not really that important. But uh, like I said, survivalinfo.org is where you can help and go and support the site. So uh, a lot of things going on in the world since we talked a few months ago, obviously. I've uh, been had some time off recently. Uh, my wife and I actually have been. We bought a cabin up in the up in the woods. And uh, we've been traveling there on the weekends and stuff like that. And uh, going there, very secluded, very, uh, just, just very nice. Uh, it's on quite a bit of land. Uh, taking Opie up there to to train him and stuff like that. We've been having uh, just a really good time taking the kids up there, going fishing and and all that. And fishing season actually opens up here. Recreation uh, opens up here in Pennsylvania uh, this coming uh, this coming week, this Friday coming up. Uh, Friday, actually, the first couple of days from now, but tomorrow. And you know, it's it's interesting. Recreation's opening at least this way. Uh, this weekend, I want to go fishing and. Uh, Opie's coming home as well. He's been out at uh, training for the last uh, four, almost four weeks, yeah, five weeks, uh, you know, learning his, his skills and training and all that, and uh, looking forward to getting him back, going out rabbit hunting eventually, and uh, going out as well, uh, going out uh, bird hunting and, and all things you hunting stuff you can do over the summer, uh, but actually just really looking forward to, you know, getting him getting him out, even, even just to go fishing this weekend. Uh, he's been gone a while, so... Uh, looking forward to that. Uh, also, too, folks, I want to talk about something else. Uh, when it comes to, uh, we've had to kind of change the way we've we've done things with him. Uh, we've had ran into a little issue with him with retrieving and and, and other things. And I actually went with a. Uh, I actually ordered this. I'm gonna put their number in the. I'll put their number in the show notes. Uh, ordered a collar from a company called. Uh, it's a dog truck. And it's a 200C. It's got a half. I have I have the 200C, which is a half a mile range. I don't let him go further than like a half a mile away, uh, half a mile range. And uh, it's it's a hunting call. It also has the GPS in it and stuff like that, so I can keep an eye on him when we're hunting. But uh, like I said, half a mile range. Uh, you know, it's got it's for it's for his for his, his case. It's for dogs at uh, 10 pounds or up. Uh, they do have ones for smaller dogs. But uh, like I said, it's waterproof. Uh, you know, it, it's you can run up to two dogs with it. I'm actually only going to be running one, but uh, it's the Dog Truck 200C, and that's actually the what I I recommend. That's what I've been using. That's what he's trained on. Uh, I actually bought this uh, because of the trainer that I have training him recommended it. Uh, that's what I'm using now. So I wanted to. Some people had asked what we were using for him, and on the on Twitter and stuff like that. Uh, my call sign KB3YUA, and also you can follow us on Twitter, uh, Facebook. Uh, dot com slash survivalist podcast but uh, some people that ask what we're using that is what we're using so uh, they're not expensive they're about a little under 200 uh, if you go directly to the company like i said i'll put it in the show notes you can go ahead and and call them they'll give you a good price let them know uh you know brandon from the survivalist sent you and uh, they will cut you a good deal i paid 
like I said, a little under 200 for this with the shipping. So, uh, really good, really good buy. Uh, also, too, folks, one of the things I wanted to point out with uh, everything going on in the world, too, uh, I feel like I'm running, I should be running a sponsorship show here, I swear. Uh, also, too, on the, on the one thing I want to point out, uh, I've actually been on, my wife pointed me to a place called Mercari, which is a website where people can sell stuff they make. And I actually bought a bunch of camo masks that I've been wearing when we go out in public and stuff like that. Uh, you can get them for like six bucks, seven bucks. Uh, everybody should be wearing a mask when they go outside right now, with every, or not outside, but in public with everything going on. Uh, and you can get them. Uh, I know some people don't want to wear the hospital mask. They want to look, you know, they want to kind of personalize them, give them a good look. Uh, if you go on Mercari right now, you can buy them. Uh, you know, a, a lot of some people believe it or not are wearing a mask, not wearing a mask, just because they don't look cool. Uh, you can go on there. There's all different kinds of personalized masks. People are making all different stuff. Uh, so go on there and get yourself a personalized mask. Uh, and this way, at least you're wearing a mask when you're out in public for your safety and, of course, the other people around you. Uh, so very important. Just go ahead and and do that. And like I said, they're very cheap, very reasonable. Uh, and that's Mercari's another place. Just trying to give you guys tips to uh, kind of help you stay. Let's stay healthy, folks. I mean, that's that's the main thing right now. Uh, I want to talk about this just a little bit. Uh, the whole COVID uh, nineteen thing. I mean, I know there's tons of people talking about the news is covering every day. Uh, it's been going on for a couple months now. We obviously we we most places like Pennsylvania we flattened the curb, and that's great. Uh, but I want to talk about a couple of things. So. Uh, first of all, when, uh, and believe me, folks, this isn't me being, you know, end of the world coming, you know, all that. But uh, I will say this. I, I don't see, I have two small children, and I don't really see the kids going back to school in September. I just don't see it. Um, when you look at the linguistics of trying to bus all the kids in and keep the kids six feet apart, uh, every kid's going to have to wear a mask in school. Well, eventually the kid's going to have to take his mask off to eat. So you're going to have that. Uh, you're gonna have to keep the kids in the hold together in a room for eight hours. What if one kid's sick? Then then do we? You know, there's just so much linguistics involved with that. Uh, I just don't see the kids going back to school. I can see adults possibly somehow going back to work. Uh, in certain cases, people are still working. Essential staff obviously are still working stuff like that. I do see things like possibly the. I do see uh, stuff like um, I can see hair salons opening back up. I can see certain things opening back up but I do think like the banks are going to stick with drive through for a while I do see I do see the food places not being able to have crowds I can see no sporting events for the rest of the year um, I could see all that kind of stuff being canceled that I could see uh, but I, I don't see the kids going back to school in September I just don't uh, that's just me you know personally I just don't see it I mean I could be wrong um, you know, I'm just a guy doing a podcast but I, I, I don't think that's going to be something that you're going to see happen uh, by by September, I just don't think it's going to happen. I also don't think we're going to see certain things we're going to see. I know we're not going to see crowds for a while. I don't think there's going to be any summer concert tours with any of these big um, rock bands or country singers or pop singers, whatever. Uh, I don't see that happening anytime in the near future. I have a feeling that's going to be something else that's going to be really uh, going to wait until next year. Like I said, I don't see sporting events. I don't see the NFL starting up this year. I don't think baseball is going to have a season. There's a lot of things I just I don't see happening right now, and I just don't think. I mean, despite what they're saying that you know things have to get back together and all that, I just I just don't see those kinds of things happening uh, in, in the near future. I I just don't. Not when you're talking about crowds and and all that kind of stuff. It's just I don't understand how you would possibly be able to do something like that. But 
Um, like I said, I could be wrong. Things could change. It could be a medical breakthrough tomorrow. Um, but uh, with the way things kind of are right now, I just don't see that happening. I would like to say, though, thank you to all the first responders, anybody at hospitals, doctors. You guys are amazing. Um, you know, keep trying to keep helping us as many people as we can and keep chugging along. I do appreciate everything you're doing. And, you know, uh, and you can't and we can't thank you enough for everything you're, you're doing for everybody. So thank you for that. But like I said, I just there's just so many things going on that I just I don't see. I mean, I, I can see, like I said, I don't see gyms opening up. If you own a gym, I feel bad for you. I, I just don't see I don't see gyms opening up a place where sweaty people go and, and work out and touch all this stuff. And I just I don't see. I mean, I could be wrong, but I, I just I don't see gyms opening up anytime in the near future. That's just one of those kinds of things where it's just. Uh, you just don't want people together like that. And you don't want people sharing sweat and breathing on each other. And I just don't see gyms I don't see opening. Um, like I said, I, I don't, I think I, said, I see restaurants still doing takeout. Uh, I don't see, I don't see sporting events anytime soon. I don't see bars opening up unless they're going to let people, s uh, but uh, until the restaurants have, have seating, I don't see a bar opening up, just a regular bar opening up where people can sit next to so I don't see that happen. I don't see... Uh, there's just so much that I just I don't see opening up for a while, and I, and I hate to say that, but I think it's true. Like I said, I, I mean, look at I mean, I like to see what the used car. I mean, they're saying they you can do new car sales now, uh, possibly come May eighth. But even that, how are you gonna how are you gonna test drive used cars and say to give you the key and say here you go, have fun with it? Uh, there's gonna be a lot of things that I really think are gonna change. Hygiene's gonna change. Uh, you know, like on the boardwalk, how are you gonna stay like down the shore? Uh, how are you going to stay six feet away from people on the boardwalk? I, I don't think you're going to be. You, you can't. Um, look at how crowded those places get. I, I just don't see those kind of things opening over the summer. I just don't. Uh, it's possible, but I mean, I don't know how you're going to stay six feet apart. Um, I don't know how people, you know, it, it, the whole situation is just going to be so, so difficult uh, to try to any kind of recreation. I mean, like I think right now they're opening fishing and hunting season around the first in Pennsylvania, which is great. But I just don't see those kind of things uh opening up anytime in in the near future i don't i mean i could be wrong but i i just it's so difficult when you think of uh any type of big crowds any kind of social event it's just it's so hard when you when you people stay six feet apart so uh but like i said i, I mean like i said we hope uh you know things we have a big medical breakthrough here soon but i have a feeling it's it's going to be a little bit so uh, also two folks kind of on a on, on a, a little bit nicer topic uh, I want to talk about a couple people asked when op uh, in the, I told a couple of asked if I haven't seen pictures of opium. I said because he's been gone um, at training and he's been gone for like I said about four or five weeks now. Uh, those of you by the way, my Twitter, my Instagram, all that I've said that before. Go ahead and follow me on there if you want to see pictures of my kind of day to day stuff we do around here. But I would like to point out uh, somebody that pointed had asked me about uh, different kind of hounds, and um, one of the things I would like to point out a couple people have brought up greyhounds. And when you're comparing them to beagles, they're a little bit different. Uh, where beagles and basset hounds and all that, uh, they hunt by their by nose. And that's what they they hunt by nose. When you start getting into greyhound or or Irish wolfhounds uh, or stuff like that, uh, anything like that, they they are they are hunting dogs as well, but they are what they call sight hounds. Uh, they're not like regular. They're they're a little different. Where where bat where beagles and basset hounds and all that hunt by their nose. Uh, those guys are actually what they call sight hunters, and uh, so they're a little bit different kind of br different dog as far as how they hunt. Uh, they're not one's not better than the other, uh, but they do hunt differently. So if you are looking into 
a uh, greyhound or something like that for hunting do realize or or, an, or even irish like irish setters of that like they when they go out they hunt by their nose but uh greyhounds of that and like i said wolfhounds uh, any deer hounds of like that uh they they most of those guys hunt by uh by sight not by smell where a beagle uh and and a basset hounds things like that uh do hunt by their nose so they hunt they hunt differently but they're still great hunting animals we're great hunting dogs uh, so I do want to point that out. If you're looking, there is a difference, like I said, between between a, a sight hound and a uh, I forget what they call them. I think they're they call them nose hounds. I think or something like that or scent. I'm oh, sorry, scent hounds. Duh. Uh, so it's a the scent hound. So there is a little bit different there, um, in the way they hunt. So I just want to point that out. Uh, also, too, I mean every dog, any I mean any kind of hunting dog can do any kind of hunting, uh, but I do find myself that the the beagles. Because their scent hounds tend to do a little bit better on the rabbit trail, uh, where the greyhounds and stuff uh, they seem to be much better uh, with the bigger game. And, and but, but they're all good. Uh, they're all good, by the way. But just they're they're they all do things a little bit differently. So it depends. Like I said, if you're doing rabbit hunting, any animal, any any hound will work. Uh, but the scent hounds are a little better at the rabbit hunting, I think anyway. Uh, where I think the the sight hounds are actually a little better than the the beagles are and stuff like that when it comes to the bear game and stuff like that they're bigger they're faster, um, where the the uh, the beagles can be uh, a little bit better for small game and and, the, and stuff like that. But again, they can all hunt, but it's just uh, they're just a little bit different uh, depending on what you want to do. I I didn't want I had a big dog for a lot of years and we wanted something a little bit smaller. That's why I went with the beagle. But uh, some people are really into rescuing the greyhounds, and I think that's great. Uh, if you ever do think about getting a hunting dog and you want to rescue a dog, uh, those greyhounds, a lot of them really need good homes. And after they race them for a bunch of years, uh, they need homes. And a lot of times people will actually take them in. And those dogs a lot of times are even like five and six years old. They're so they still got a lot of life left in them. Uh, you could take one of those guys and train them. And uh, they are fabulous hunters, and and they like to run because they they were ran, especially like to say those old greyhound race race dogs, um, that are some of them are four or five years old, and maybe they're past their prime for racing, but they still got a lot of a lot of years to hunt. So uh, that's something you can do as well, and that gets you into a hunting dog actually relatively cheaply. A lot of those greyhounds really need homes, and they're bigger dogs too. Um, if you like, if you're not, if you're okay with a bigger dog, uh, you can get yourself into a hunting dog, uh, very very cheaply by rescuing a greyhound. So. Uh, I would like to point that out as well. So that's something to remember too. How you that'd be a way you can get yourself into a hunting dog without spending a lot of money. Uh, some other things, folks, as well. I just want to talk about um, a couple of people have been talking to me recently about the about the economy and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, my wife and I, like I said, we just bought a cabin. Um, you know, it's it's very difficult to buy things right now with the current state of the banks and money and all that. Um, it's a little bit difficult. We actually are the cabin up that we have is very small. Uh, it's just enough for the three for the four of us, my wife and two kids and all that. So it's enough for us. We actually paid cash for it. It was relatively cheap. Uh, we got it from an older gentleman that was just kind of looking to offload it. Uh, so we bought it cash. And, and you you can uh, if you're looking to to buy you know <laughs> a second home or a piece of land uh, right now mortgages and stuff are really really tough. Um, you know, it, it, it's a really tough thing. You might want to check if you're going to think about possibly buying a second home or a cabin or a spot to bug out. Uh, you might want to look at how, how you're going to be financing it because right now with everything going on, the banks are very tight. Uh, mortgage companies are a little bit looser when it comes to getting mortgages and stuff like that. Banks are something to be a little bit tougher where the mortgage companies are a little bit looser. So I would seriously think about a mortgage company, try to get a fixed mortgage, not an adjustable. 
Uh, generally, if it's not your primary home, you will end up with an adjustable mortgage a lot of times just because they feel it's riskier because it's a second home. So you might want to look at something like that. Again, not, not like I said, I don't think, you know, it, it's not something where, you know, you can't afford it. That's why they're giving you a fixed or adjustable. Uh, generally, on second homes, they always give adjustables or they don't give you, or if you want a fix, the interest rate's not so good. Uh, if you are looking, though, I would try to get a fixed rate. The interest rate might not be so good, but the fixed rates are probably going to be the lowest they're going to be for quite a while. So if you are looking at a second home, now would be the time to buy. The interest rates, like I said, are pretty low. And if you could get a fixed rate, maybe the interest rate might be a little more. But, uh, you know, at least you can go ahead and, I mean, at least you, you at, least at that point, at least you can try to, you know, kind of, you know, you can get a lower rate than what you would get if you wait until things get back in the boom again. If you can afford it, I know there's a lot of people not working right now. Now might not be the time to do something like that. But if you can't afford it, now might be the time to look for a second home, get a fixed rate. The fixed rates might be a little bit higher, but at least they'll, you get a fixed rate. And I don't think the fixed rates are going to be this low again for quite a while, especially um, as things start opening up here uh, in the next couple of next couple months. Hopefully things start opening up here in the next couple of months. But so that's just some advice on that. Uh, some people ask me about stock prices, too. Um, I will say one thing about stock prices. If you are going to look at doing stocks, um, anything like Amazon, Google, Apple, Microsoft, those things are, are I mean, if they're lower now, Facebook is even low now, um, they're going to go back up. So if you, now's the time, if you can, I mean, buy and just sit on them until the country opens up here real soon. And I think things are going to get. Uh, you know, things get better. Those stocks are going to Facebook already started going up and stuff like that. So um, those are pretty safe bets if you're looking for investments. Uh, for those of you, like I said, unfortunately, that are that are out of work or, or doing, um, you know, waiting for your, you know, it's a tough time. I understand that. Uh, most, a lot of people are getting their stimulus checks now and stuff like that. Things are going to hopefully start getting um, hopefully a little bit better for you. But uh, I know it's I know it's a tough thing right now. And uh, I wish you and your, your families all the best. And uh, fortunately, you know, this is what prepping's about. You know, we never thought something like this was going to happen. We've always looked at us like we're crazy for prepping and getting ready. Um, you know, things maybe aren't as, you know, we can get food, we can get this kind of that. But, um, you know, financially, it, it, it we're all in a tougher situation than we were. So, uh, you know, a business is quite, you know, some places, they feel bad for businesses. They're getting loans and stuff like that that are, uh, they got to pay back and stuff like that. So it, it's a very tough thing right now. A lot of people on unemployment. A lot of people, unfortunately, are saying they're really willing to risk their health uh, just to reopen, just so they can get back to work because they're so desperate they need money. So it's it's a tough time right now, challenging time. Uh, it's very difficult to watch people that are willing to risk their health uh, over something as you know, just something because they need to work. I mean, they're willing to say, "Well, I'm willing to get sick." Just because I'm willing to risk my up my chances of getting sick just because I need to get back to work because we're so desperate. So it's a very tough time, very challenging time for everybody. And um, it's really unfortunate, but that's where we live in. Unfortunately, where money is, money is unfortunately well, <laughs> something that everybody needs. And, you know, it's, it's one of those things where people are willing to risk their, their health because they need their money. And, and I get it. I understand that. If you got kids you can't feed, that that's a tough thing. That's a real tough thing. And, um, you know, people kill for that kind of stuff. So uh, it's one of those things. Um, I will say this, like I said, though, I, I think as things start opening up, things will start getting a little bit better for everybody. I hope anyway. Uh, we'll see unemployment come down and stuff like that. And I'm sure they're going to do they're, – they're saying they're going to they're having more stimulus packages coming and stuff like that for people to try to help them out. Uh, but I have a feeling, unfortunately, unless unless we get a breakthrough and a vaccine, then we start vaccinating everybody. I have a feeling this is going to – 
this is going to keep stretching on. I have a feeling this, I hate to say this, this might be the new norm um, if, if they don't come up with, with something. And uh, I think that's a scary thing to think about, but it is something we all need to think about, that it could be, this could be the new the new norm. Um, you know, and, and that's something I, I want to stress that, you know, it, it, people look at me like I'm nuts when I say that, but it it's possible this could be the new norm uh, depending on if they can find a cure or not. So, uh, like I said, we'll have to, you know, sit back and and and, and see what happens uh, every day is another day. So uh, hospitals on lockdown. I have family that's in the hospital right now, not for COVID, um, but it's difficult. You can't go in and see them. You can't go. You really can't talk to them. Uh, you can call their phones and stuff like that. But even that's a little bit difficult because of reception problems of that. But, uh, you know, it, it's a tough thing right now. Uh, you know, people in the hospital that you can't talk to, can't see because, uh, you know, hospitals and all that are all on lockdown. So it's it's a very difficult thing. It's a very trying time, but it's, it's something we're all going to have to work through and, and really difficulty, uh, you know, try try to get through here as, as we go through. And like I said, it, I hate to say it, but what if it is the new norm? Um, we don't know. We don't know yet. And, and we're just going to have to watch and see how things uh, kind of play out as we, as we go forward. So but uh, I do want to I do want to come on here for a little bit and just uh, kind of talk about things, talk about that things are changing, how, uh, you know, uh, I haven't done a show in a while. Like I said, I've been very busy. I've been doing a lot of outdoor stuff. We've been working on our cabin over the winter. Uh, well, over the winter, but right after the new year, some of that. So we've been doing things. We've, I've been outside doing stuff, uh, getting ready for to want to grow some stuff this season, going to plant some trees, stuff like that. So it's, you know, I got a lot going on, a lot of things. And like I said, you do have a family in the hospital too, um, that we've been dealing with that too. So a lot of a lot of things going on right now. So trust me, I understand when everybody says they're crazy busy. Uh, I really, truly do understand what you guys are going through because it's a, it's a crazy time for everybody. And, you know, I understand that. So I want to thank, every, you know, thank everybody for listening. Like I said, what I'm going to try to do, um, I got some other ideas for shows and, and things I want to do. Uh, so I'm going to try to get those up hopefully here, uh, you know, this week and next week and hopefully start giving you guys a little more content, some more shows. I really enjoy doing this. I enjoy talking to you guys. And uh, I do enjoy uh, survivalism and, and outdoors and hunting and all this fun stuff. I enjoy all of it. And I look forward to really also two folks. I've been reviewing some products and stuff. Like that. I'm going to get those up on the site. I got a lot of stuff I want to do. Um, and like I said, I do enjoy this. It's not something I have to do. It's something I want to do. And I really appreciate you guys that listen and enjoy the show. And I uh, really appreciate all the support. I want to thank everybody for listening. And we'll talk to you on the next episode. Thank you very much.